Hey, 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 it's Friday, February 17th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on the West Coast. I am Brandon Beliso. Are you living your best life? Welcome to Success Never Sleeps, where we as a collective of martial arts school owners, small businesses, entrepreneurs, critical thinkers, disruptors, for the lack of the best word, uh, and we just, man, we're trying to figure out this thing called life. Uh, we want to create profitable businesses. We want to avoid as many pitfalls along the way, make the right mistakes and learn from them and grow, become better versions of ourselves, take care of our families, take care of our team, serve our community. Could you ask for anything more? I think not. I think not. So I think that's what makes this show, Success Never Sleeps, pretty cool and pretty special. So the, all the special people coming aboard, please say, hello, hello, Master Nam. Master Nam, I get to talk to you, sir, next week. Uh, I, I, I do consultations, and <clears throat> this week alone, I did one in Switzerland, follow me, one in Australia, and then one in England. So the global reach has been pretty cool sitting at Zoom, chopping it up with these very successful school owners. And I think what I bring through that sense of common sense and wisdom to the plate just really makes people feel confident in the decisions that they're making because you got to run it through the mill, right? People just do things. And I ask them, why? Why'd you do that? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. It's not a good place to make a business decision from. So I believe I'm an amazing sounding board. And ultimately, when we get off the call, I say, don't listen to me or anyone. You got to figure it out for yourself. But if I give you enough perspective, I think it allows you to make better choices. And my, my example of that is this. If I put a tree in the middle and we'll call this tree your solution, and then on 360 degrees, I put on every point in 360 degrees, I put a person standing there. They're all going to see that tree differently. You with me? You with me? So it's the same thing here. There's 360 degrees of choices you can make, but there's really only one best choice. And I believe I can help people weed through all that craziness to make the best decision for what they need to create the version of success. So Master Nam, I look forward to talking to you next week. But again, I was just up every night late because of the time difference. And as I shared, it was pretty cool. All right. So let's thank our sponsors. Who do we have? Who do we have? Who do we have? None other than Tusa. They are the leaders. They provide uniforms for the Olympians in the Olympics. And I'm very grateful to have them aboard now as one of my sponsors. But more than my sponsor, we are now in a partnership. So if you're looking for uniforms, you're looking for gear, please feel free to DM me. Um, my daddy started with them when they opened their company in 1993. My father's school was one of their first clients. And today, me and the son have forged a relationship that's gone on for about 10, 15 years now, maybe longer. And they approached me about this partnership and I was more than grateful because I'm going to put my name on it. And if they don't do what they need to do for you, you come to me. I'll vouch for you. As the Italians would say, market muscles, Stephen Reinstein and the gang. I love you, Stephen. You know, their websites are probably the most innovative in our industry and they continue to push the boundaries constantly. My studio, if you don't have my studio, you need to get it. It just keeps getting better and better and better and better. And that's really the goal. They may not give you what you think you want today, but they'll give you what you need right now to run a successful martial arts business. You with me? Kids love life skills. And we just had this discussion. I was talking to Liam last night in England, as well as I'm going to share with my team in a deeper, 
in a deeper perspective. I don't want to use the word coaches. I don't want to use the word sifu or sensei or instructor. I want to use the word teacher. Teacher. And if you watch the old 1970s kung fu films, right? Wu-Tang Klang loves them a lot. You always hear the students say when the teacher gets beat up by the young thug coming through town, right? Teacher! Teacher! Bruce Lee in Chinese Connection, right? He's looking at his teacher had died. He, he's looking at the grave when he got there. Teacher! So I love it. I mean, and, and it's really puts us at another level. So if you you're, you have that courage to make that move, um, using the word teacher, I do it in all of my pre-K classes and, and my kinder classes. It's powerful. And again, what it really does is puts us in a position of an educator with people. And it's something I would highly recommend, highly recommend. And then the second layer of that, of course, is the life skills education that you offer. And that's what brings me to the point. Kids love life skills is simply it. I believe that. I truly believe that. What it's done for our school through pandemics, through recessions, through you know mortgage crisis, having a strong life skills component in place, unlike anything that soccer, baseball, gymnastics, dance can offer, is only going to position you in a better in a better perspective with the parents. And then last but not least, don't say things like, you know, this is our our fees or our memberships or our programs. Use the word tuition investment, please. Anyone promise me on that? Use the word tuition investment. And then, of course, LC accounting, man, bookkeeping. It's a big one. It's a big one. Pay for it now, pay for it later. If you get your book set up right and you got someone looking out for you, the voice of reason, keeping you, you know, focused, you'll be amazed how much more fluidly your company can run in times of, of, of challenging times. And having Letitia through the pandemic, the ability to contract when we needed to, expand when we needed to, finding resources as they were available is one of the reasons why both our mega schools at 950 students between two locations are still standing. Cool? Everybody, as you come aboard, say hello, share this. I want you to please share this because we know at the end of the broadcast, we're going to give away a ticket to what? It's Time Live Boston. That's right. April 23rd, it's my only East Coast visit. I will be on the East Coast where I get to hang out and cut it up with people all day long at the new Focus Martial Arts. We're going to continue the tradition. We're doing it on-site in a school because that's where we do our best learning on the mat. On the mat. So where are we going to be, Marco? Flash that up there and post the link in the comments. It's Time Live Boston. That's right. There I am in front of the 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 lance the the sky sky what do they call it the skyscrape the view I don't know what you call that the skyscrape is that right what do they call it when they show the whole city somebody help me out I'm I'm having a momentary lapse of consciousness but there we are the link is there please get signed up let us know your t-shirt we're gonna start ordering t-shirts and stuff for for that event but you got to share the podcast today right now share it right now everybody that's here. And as you come aboard, say hello, say where you're tuning in from, the name of your school, Skyline. Skyline, the Skyline, thank you. That's Skyline. Mm. So where are we today, folks? You know, one of the phenomena that came out of this pandemic was, first of all, we were not allowed to do parents' night outs, we weren't allowed to do birthday parties, we weren't allowed to do buddy days and all the rest. So organically, through the pandemic, we lost a couple of key members who were running lean and mean. And we're still running lean and mean today. But what the irony in that is we're producing as much revenue, if not more, in some locations as we did pre-pandemic with about 10 more staff members. Okay, are you with me? So 
as as we went through 2022, all we did, the only events we did were the Art and Wine Festival. We did Halloween and we did Christmas, right? And then we're the latter half of the year. So pretty much without buddy days, without um, the pre-K, you know, meet and greets that we do without... Father's Day, Mother's Day, Family Fun Day, Parents' Night Outs on Valentine's, Confidence Building Workshops, Self-Defense Workshops, all of that stuff we normally do on site, we did none of it, right? Again, we only did three events, so we did none of it, pretty much. And Milbray did 1,040,000, and that's what it did in 2019. So it really got me thinking, how is it possible if everything the industry tells us Right, even at the My Studio Business Summit, thirty percent digital marketing, seventy percent community in-house things of that nature. Um, as I really began to look at that, I realized, well, maybe we don't need to do those things, or at the minimum, not as many, not as many. So take out your pen, write this stuff down. What we do believe you should do should do are the following: one parents' night out every three months. And again, we do them for free because we want it to be a retention event. So that's our other mindset shift. It's to stop looking at the internal events all the time as lead generating events. Hey, Brooke, how are you feeling? Are, are you feeling better today, ma'am? I hope you are. I, I, I'd seen your post and, and I just, you know, I was praying for you. So uh, I hope you're feeling better there, ma'am. And so we recognize that we wanted to make the mindset shift from this is a lead generating event into this is a retention building event. Now, it's phenomenal because when we did that with birthday parties and stopped looking at it as this is a lead generating event and we turned it into this revenue stream, we now charge $750 for birthday parties. And we do a badass birthday party, a really, I mean, a really good birthday party. And, and so it's, it's turned into this phenomena. Our birthday parties, it's just like, wow, it trips me out how they move the way they do. So getting back to that, schedule one parent's night out every three months. That's it. And if they want to bring a friend, fine. But we want to promote it internally, do it posted as an event through the My Studio app, send it out, they sign the waiver, the whole nine yards. So that is going to happen. We will do an Easter egg hunt. That has always been a huge event. We will do Halloween. We will do a holiday party. We will do a mom and me party. We will do a dad and me party. And, and, and during the summer, and during the summer, we will do um, a couple of family fun days. And they're all retention building events. Cool. And then October, of course, we'll absolutely do a uh, confidence building anti-bully workshop. That will happen, and we will do one to two self-defense workshops. But if you look at it on paper, that's roughly what? Ten events? Ten events? Because I, I I really believe where you need to put your time and money and your focus is into curriculum development, staff development, and then, of course, the environment you cultivate. Those are the three things, more important than anything, that needs to happen. I'll tell you why in a minute. So those of you coming aboard, hey, say hello. Put it in, put it in, put it in. Make sure you share this. Did everybody share it? And I see a lot of Facebook users. I want to see some names and logos. If you don't have a logo and I don't see your school name in there, I'm challenged by that. That means something's not set up right on your end. Make sure you got your school logo and all that good stuff, right? And your face and the whole nine yards. So who's here? 
who's with us, who shared this, put it in the comments. And if you have a question, ask me any and all questions, okay, about the subject today as well as any burning desires to help you run your school better. So that's been one of the huge shifts. Now, you know, I did Roland show um, a couple of days ago. And the other irony in this is we are running no Facebook ads, zero Facebook ads. Now, do I think that's a good idea for a brand new school coming out? No, you better run some freaking Facebook ads. But for us, what I, I'm, I'm learning after 22 years in San Francisco and going on nine years in Millbrae is we are established and we are consistently in the community, donating our cotton candy machines, back to school night, movies in the park. You can count on us to sponsor several Little League teams. Um, I'm looking at sponsoring the scoreboard, so our name is up on the scoreboard. You know, those types of things. So what shifted from these in-house events, that are, can often be hit or miss, right? You know, Nerf, glow-in-the-dark, dodgeball, those things can sometimes be hit or miss. I guarantee you the number of eyes that will be on you when you're in the community at an event, totally different, totally different, totally different. So I believe what we need to do is more community outreach, right? Tying yourself to the community in a different way. Here's one right now. We're doing one warm coat. Does everybody know what that is? One warm coat? Uh, I hope you do. Hey, Jed Jones, Determined Martial Arts. Your logo needs to be in the left-hand corner there, sir. Tighten that stuff. I shouldn't say Facebook user. It should say Determined Martial Arts or Jed Jones. And so, you guys, yesterday somebody walked in and brought in, I think, 80 coats. Bag after bag after bag. So we are a designated drop-off point. So not only do we have our students and parents, you know, bringing in coats, we have the community. So you're getting eyes on you that you normally might not have eyes on. And they came in and they had a grandchild and it was very cool. So when we talk about these community events, I, I'm not saying don't do in-house events. I'm saying shift your time and effort and money to moving it out more into the community. That is what I'm saying. And that what I believe I said, well, what did we do differently last year? We picked up the community events. We were out and about a lot more in the community. Most recently, you show me, you saw me at Robert Lewin Stevenson in San Francisco doing a confidence building workshop. We had another middle school reach out to us, which I'll do the same thing. I'm not bringing a demo team. It's not happening on a school day in the middle of the week. You're not pulling a bunch of kids out of school to do a demo. It's not happening. But the impact of the life skills when you serve them up with a confidence building workshop or an anti-bully workshop, and you have a syllabus to support it, and you give the school the badges and you you know put a bow around and make it nice, neat and tight and right, you'll be amazed what can happen from that. And it's, it's, it's blossomed. I have a private school talk coming up. I'm going to do three classes because I told them I don't want to do kindergarten through eighth grade. It will not happen. We're going to break them into three groups. $1,500, folks. $1,500. So what we saw simply as the lead generating event, I see as a potential revenue stream, right? Both. Both. I see both. So I want you to be mindful of that when we're talking about creating this million-dollar business without all of those other things that can have the tendency to burn out your team, including yourself, if you're a one-person show, I want you to rethink. I think it's more about being more strategic and deciding who you're going to align with in the community and, and be mindful that needs to be impactful. Impactful. 
right? We were doing parents' night outs every month, every month. And we got the same group of kids. We're getting these this family of four from the community that never signed up for us, never, ever, never, ever signed up for us. Not a camp, not a birthday, not a class, nothing. And so, you know, the team kept saying that, you know, why are we doing these every month? We're not getting new students. And I recognized, number one, we need to stop doing them every month. Number two, we need to stop doing them for the community and really focus on creating this retention event and something special for our existing friends and family. And again, now if they want to bring a friend, you're more than welcome to. And that's what they'll normally do, right? We don't advertise it outside, but they go, hey, can I bring my friend? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want you to really think about that. So think about some of the things you can do in your community right now, right now. Put it in the comments. That could really fill out your calendar. That's not an in-house event, but that will move you into the community, right? Because it's really those types of relationships that are going to help create that million dollar business. And Millbury proved it. Millbury's back to a million dollars. San Francisco's a little over 800K, where it should be for where it is right now. Um, but to be at that point in Millbury again is something pretty phenomenal. And it made me really look deep, deep, deep. Anybody? Put it in the comments. What do you got? What do you got? I know Jed has a rebranding grand opening. I know in April, Marco's having a re-grand opening now that they've moved to a new location, right? Yeah. Yeah, and some people will do that, that Easter egg for the community thing. They'll get a big park and they'll go out there and do that. Absolutely. <clears throat> Make sure you put in those eggs candy, but as well as little slips for one free class, T-shirts, a week of camp. You know, when you have 1,500 eggs and one of those eggs have an iPad engraved with, you know, courtesy of Determined Martial Arts, something like that, that's pretty badass, right? Happening February 24th, outdoor movie night. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. In our business parking lot. That's cool. But how can we take that to a higher level, Master Nam? Do you want to put a 10 or 15 minute uh, confidence building workshop right at the beginning? Right? And that's simple. Okay, confidence. How do we stand with confidence? Boom. Because who's the bully going to pick on? The person with confidence or the person with no confidence? Obvious. Great. The second position, if the bully gets too close, step back with your foot, hands come up and say, stop. Leave me alone. Or I will tell the teacher. You can do that in five minutes, sir. Five minutes. But I'm just saying that impact. And then you give out anti-bully badges, right? Along with the student parent discovery sheet for that. Boom. Maybe you should have a coloring table, Master Nam, set up with some of the life skills on it, right? Our focus coloring sheet, our discipline coloring sheet. Backside, thank you for coming to movie night, courtesy of Prestige Martial Arts, right? You know, scan this QR code. Good for one lesson. Boom, have a pull-up banner, Master Nam, you know, where they can scan a QR code to sign up for a class. Have a table, do popcorn or cotton candy, something of that nature, right? Again, you could show a movie or you could show a movie, right? You could show a movie. What would that look like? What would that look like, right? Well, people are still getting there, coming in, doing that. That's that's a captive audience. And once you get right to the front of it, getting up there and saying, thank you so much, everybody, for coming out here, all our friends and family. We love serving the community. If you want to have us out at your school for this or that, you know, school talk or dot, 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 we are here to serve the community as we are serving you tonight. So really think that through, Master Nam. Do, do you like that? Like that? Yeah. Master Nam's taking notes really fast. 
Yeah, and, and that's a big one too. I like that. You know, when we opened Millbrae, my goal was just to keep it filled all the time. So one of the things we did on Friday nights for months and months and months every week, we had a different Girl Scout or Boy Scout troop in our facility on Friday night, right after dinner from 6.30 to 7.30. And we were doing confidence building workshops because I didn't want anybody walking by this new location. It was empty ever, 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 ever. It's like a restaurant. You don't want it to be empty. I remember we gave free birthday parties to everybody in my son's kindergarten class because we didn't have any students yet. We did that. We'd sit there on a Sunday and call up all of my son's friends. Come on over. We're going to you know, play dodgeball and just hang out and feed everybody pizza and babysit a bunch of kids. The bottom line is I don't want that school empty ever, especially if it's a new school. You with me? You with me on that? So be mindful of that. And then Master Nam, of course, they're going to be using the bathroom in your school, right? on that night, let them know that, hey, folks, you know, if you need the restroom, just come through the door right here. You should definitely have an acrylic sign sitting where, you know, if I'm sitting on the toilet like this and I'm a mom, there's an acrylic sign right there saying, welcome to movie night. Scan this QR code for free prizes or, you know, to enter our drawing, right? You should be able to, from the, seriously, Master Nam, stay with me, from the front door all the way to the bathroom and back, there should be little you know, uh, what's the word? Road markers, you know, where they the eyes will scan and see things of value that position you as a life skills leader in the community that positions you as an investment. We don't use the word membership. It is what, everybody? Tuition investment. Put that in the comments. Own it and love it. We are a tuition investment for your child. And we have that in the school. I have black and white photos now. Kid is a wipeout. Kid is a black or wipeout. And I wrote this whole statement, this power statement, talking about how our kids go on to Cornell, USC, Stanford. It's not, we are a black belt school. What the hell does that mean to a parent? Nothing, nothing. But if I take that and I took it to a whole nother level, you guys, there's a picture as a white belt. There they are as a black belt. Did you know that kids who are in black belts at one martial arts go on to Stanford, Cornell, Boston University? See, now it has meaning. But if you just simply put across your freaking wall, we are a black belt school, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't create that emotional connection with the parent. So Master Nam, to the bathroom and back, I want you to find little places you could put things that will inspire people, right? That will inspire them. And then, of course, the coloring table. Get the, get the crayons from Oriental Trading, put them on a table and let kids color. Because there's going to be siblings that are going to get bored really fast, really fast, right? Because they're young. They're young. So have some other outlets for the kids that are there. I don't know how bold you want to go uh, with this because it is movie night. They want to sit and watch the movie. But what we would like to be have dodgeball for the middle schoolers, right? The older siblings on the mat. I don't know. I don't know, right? It could just be movie, you know, in this parking lot with chairs and people sit there and watch a movie, or you can use it as an opportunity, Master Nam, to create memorable experiences uh, where people are going to go, man, this is a cool community. Oh, and they have martial arts. They have life skills. Maybe I want to be part of that, right? So again, take it to another level. We have an opportunity to work with a housing property to do life talk classes with another three properties. You know, we did that too. Who, who is that? Who is that? What Facebook user is that? You know, but all that is master Nam, it's two things, right? You think it's mind blowing that I'm just spitting this stuff out, right? You know, there's two things that come in here, master Nam. Number one for us, 
I think of my demographic. Who are they? Families. Identify their pain points. Identify their needs. And then I want to be the, the product to fulfill it, right? That's simple. And then second, whatever activity we choose, it fulfills our purpose of live your best life. I'm living my best life when I'm eating a little cotton candy if I'm six freaking years old, right? I'm living my best life at five and six if I'm able to do some coloring, right? I'm living my best life if you're, you know, allowing my middle schooler who doesn't want to even freaking be here, right? Who'd rather sit on his cell phone to sit on that floor and play some dodgeball with his buddies. Sure. I mean, you know, whatever that looks like, right? So it, it gives me a lot of clarity. Oh, Ashton. Hi, Ashton, sir. Yeah. So when you're talking about these properties, are you talking about apartment complexes? Let's start with that, Ashton. Are you guys talking about housing property, right? Housing property with another three properties possible. When we talk about housing properties. Are we talking about apartment units? You know, we have one here, Shelter Creek, and they have like three properties side by side by side. And each property has like three, 400 apartments and studios and swimming pools and fitness centers. All this is on property. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, you know, they do a lot of things during the summer and we were donating the cotton candy machine. They would do pool parties. They would do barbecues. They did a 4th of July thing. And all of that is really, really cool. Absolutely. Anything you can donate and give to that is a good thing. The cotton candy machine, number one. You know, but if I do life talks, I don't want to just read the life talk script right? I want to do things like an anti-bully. I want to do a confidence building because when you got, I did that at Robert Louis Stevenson. Every kid in the audience was up on this stage. Every parent had a cell phone out because it went from, I'm going to sit here and watch some demo team, right? Or now my kid's up on stage. What the hell happened here? It's a whole guy. Come on, all my parents, who's with me? Would you rather sit there and watch some demo team or watch your kid come up out of the audience and come up on the stage? I think that's a no brainer right? And to have that kid stand with confidence. And then you're talking about anti-bully. Who's the bully going to talk on? But you know what sealed the freaking deal? The kid in the front row who's really standing tall. Sir, what's your name? Connor. Connor, sir. The way you're standing right now, when you walk into the interview at Stanford for the full scholarship, can you please stand like this? And the kids look at me, what? And I look out at that audience and I go, parents, it starts right now and it starts today. That was it. My people were coming up to the booth with the phone, scanning QR code, scanning QR code, scanning the QR code for a free trial, because that is an emotional connection that I saw and I created. Who sees that? Does anybody see that other than me? We do it in, in our trial class. Isn't attention one of the first things we teach kids? Well, great, but it means nothing. But when I tie it to confidence and I tie it to anti-bullying and I tie it to getting that scholarship at a major college like Stanford everything changes. You with me? But I know my demographic. I know what their pain points are for the lack of a better word. Let's say their needs. And I want to create an emotional connection. Write down those three things. Know your demographic, know their needs. You are the, you, you, you're the solution, but the only way they're going to connect to you is the solution. If you create an emotional connection. All right. I did that last night because my team wants to stop putting uh, the date somebody was promoted to a belt, right? Because it's easier to facilitate. They can print diplomas, month is in, in advance, yada, yada, yada. So you know what I did? I looked at my wife last night. I said, babe, what do you think if we got rid of the date somebody graduates to a belt? How do you feel about that? That's yucky. Why? Well, it's just like when they get their school pictures, it needs to say fifth grade on it. So I know it's fifth grade, right? 
Imagine if if they got a yearbook and it didn't say what year it was. I went, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> right? So I don't listen to the marketing gurus, long story short. Who I listen to is my demographic. That's why great movie companies will do a focus group of the demographic they think is going to watch this film. And after they, they take that information, they'll spend millions of dollars to reshoot the ending of the movie, right? You've heard that story again and again and again, right? Again and again and again. Absolutely, that's what no date, what? No date, it's not personal. What the heck? No date is not personal. Um, I don't know what that means. I'm missing something, Ashton. So that's what I've learned. And that is why I believe the biggest reason we don't have to do all of these events we used to do, and it was by default, because I don't want to stretch the staff out, you know, where we're at today. We couldn't do a lot of it because of the pandemic. Up until April of last year, San Francisco was still teaching outdoor classes, right? Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you, Monique. Great. See, Monique, you're a mama. You know it. No date on certificate. It's not personal. Yeah, so I'm going to push back on the team about that. And we'll figure out a way around that, okay? We'll figure out a way around that and make that happen. One of the things I'm thinking, it doesn't look as good. I thought about just getting certificates where we could write somebody's name and the date in it. You know, it doesn't look as good, but they do it at the elementary schools. They do it everywhere. The point being is we don't have front desk teams anymore. So we can't just go on the walkie-talkie. Hey, little Joy's being promoted today. Get the belt and diploma ready. We have to have it accessible where we can grab the belt and diploma quickly. So we don't have time to print that diploma while we're running classes. So again, we're close. We're close on this new system I developed and, and I'll keep you posted on that. So what has been extremely different about One Martial Arts in the past year that did those types of numbers? We already talked about the events. If you have any questions, put them in. What I've really, really learned, and I'll say it again, what I've really, really learned is our number one core product is martial arts instruction. And equal with that, our number one product are the people serving that curriculum. Our number one product is the culture that we create. There's no pecking order there. The curriculum is not more important than the team. The team's not more important than the environment. Those are the three legs of the stool in, in, in what we do. Curriculum development. We now have curriculum meetings every Friday. We're totally revamping it from white through fifth degree. Totally. We do this every seven to 10 years. And every time we do that, we watch this, this inertia, this inertia. Last time we did it, we opened Millbrae. Maybe after we do this, we're going to open another one. Who knows? But every time we make that move, there's this freaking, it's like a rocket ship. We take off because we understand what's working and what's not. The difference this time is I've involved the team in that decision process. Before it was all on me. But now that they teach more than me, they know what's going on with today's kid in real time more than I do. I'm only teaching two days a week. They bring a lot of good information to the plate. A lot of, oh, just so much good stuff makes the hair stand up on my arms. So number one, I'm encouraging everybody go deeper into your curriculum and be okay. If it's not relevant, if nobody likes teaching it, if the kids are bored, move it out. Get rid of it, move it up to first degree or get rid of it completely. You know, and, and sometimes we have that conversation. We had a conversation on one thing and, you know, the guy said, don't change it. Part of them struggling and making mistakes here is good for their growth. Do we expect it to be perfect when they stripe test? No, 
No, because they'll see it again at another belt and another belt and another belt. But if they don't go through the struggles, they're okay. So I said, great. Then everybody will kind of suck on this one stripe, but that's okay because it is a gateway to becoming better at it. Okay. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. See, that again, fulfills our brand promise of live your best life. And sometimes living your best life is when things are sucky. So see, it's those type of conversations we have now that we never had eight, nine years ago. Never, never, ever. I made all the decisions. I designed the curriculum and that's the way it went. So I believe in this next generation because stay with me. I'm 61. You know, I'm moving into meta and speaking into, into the fortune 500 companies. That's where I want to gravitate towards. These guys are not only going to run the school, they're going to profit share and eventually they'll own a piece of it. So involving them now, giving them that autonomy is part of my master plan. You with me? Everybody with me? Can you see that? Okay, good. And the other thing we did, and I've been very, very transparent about this. Um, you know, in, in 2019, Letitia will vouch for that. I took home $700,000. I took home. In 2020, I took home one hundred and sixty. That's right. But, you know, it's not poor professor and Brandon away. All my bills got paid. My family didn't go without. Everybody was happy. Now, I have other revenue streams, please. So be mindful of that. But what we did do is our core team, we shored up with 25% increases, right? During the pandemic, who in the freak does that? You know, the first big one came at the end of 2020. The second big one came. And so we've made these real headways to really secure our team. And, and, and I do. I stand on my little soapbox proudly. Both TJ and Lucas bought homes during the pandemic. Right. TJ had a destination wedding in Hawaii. We we're able to close the school for a week. A lot of us went to Hawaii for his wedding. We know a destination wedding is not cheap. Right. And now, you know, he, he just bought a Tesla. So I want to support that. And I'm proud to say that I was talking to somebody and they're humming and hawing about paying that team. And this is my question to everybody right now. How much is freedom of time worth to you? Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. How much is freedom of time worth to you? Go. No one wants to own that? Priceless. Wonderful. See, and, and that's a big thing. When I work with a school owner that says, huh, your, your net is only 30, 35%. My net is 75 I said, you must be doing all the teaching. And I bet you're the janitor. And I bet you're your own bookkeeper. Well, how'd you know that? I'll be, would you want 75% of $100,000? Or would you rather have 35% of $1.85 last year? Do the math. Do the math, right? I would rather have 35% of $1.85 You with me? So again, it's how you want to look at things. It's really how you want to look at things. And for me, I want to make sure that in my mind and my heart, I'm at my kids' soccer games. I'm at my kids' basketball games. You know, tomorrow, Taya has a soccer games. Guess where I'll be? At her soccer game. Tonight, Braden has basketball practice. Guess where I'll be? I'll be there with him. You know, you don't get that back. You don't get that back right? Yes. Yes. Right. So freedom is gold. Hey, Jason, what's happening, sir? I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, sir. My sister loves you. 
She loves you. Um, so with that said, you guys, I just, I just, you know, we have to stop looking at our team. Well, the average personal trainer makes this much. And the average, you know, kindergarten teacher makes this much. Stop it. Stop it. What I want to do is go deep on what are my team's needs. What are your dreams? What are your hopes? What can I do to help you fulfill them? See, that's what's unique about being a mom and pop. I can literally, in some ways, tailor everybody's position agreement based upon their own personal needs, right? I'm not going to go crazy, you know, but Letitia will share that. At the time we were doing all the 25% raises and that kind of stuff, we drove our payroll up to 60% of our gross. Wow! People thought I was nuts, but where are we today? We're back around 30, 35%. A good restaurant, you know, a great restaurant is about 30 to 35% of your gross should be payroll. Okay. And you remember the guy up in Seattle, Washington, or Oregon, where he said, everyone's going to start out at $70,000. People thought this guy was freaking nuts, 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 nuts. And his companies, you know, first they took a huge hit and they were losing money and blah, 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 but it all shored up. Because what happened was whether you're a janitor, whether you're this or that or this or that, you all come in at 70000 Boom. Bam. Done deal. That, that's that's new thinking beyond new thinking, right? But some of the higher-ups hated it. Hey, I'm the so-and-so. I should make this. And they left. And they left. So, again, I believe across the board in our industry, we do not take care of people, right? And I said that when because Roland's show was about the five successful traits of a great instructor. And I said, you know, I don't believe we lack talent. I think there's tons of talent out there. What happens is we don't take care of that talent. And by default, they have to leave and go to college. By default, you know, they have to go down the street and open up a school and do it on their own because you never took care of them. Because you live in some mythical land where you believe you should make the lion's share. Again, think of McDonald's. An average McDonald's brings in about $2 million a year. The average franchiser takes home $150,000 in profit. But once that thing's dialed in and it's it's rocking, he, he doesn't have to be present at all. Do I want to make $150,000 of passive income all day, every day? Now, the average franchiser owns three or four of those McDonald's. That makes sense to me. It just does. Okay, so think about that. I, I think our perspective is very skewed. And because, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. Okay, Marco. I would believe in many, many ways, the average martial arts school owner is broken. You came into the martial arts because you were bullied. You came in the martial arts because you were shy with no confidence. You came in the martial arts. You didn't come in like some strong, you know, freaking the rock, right? From day one and you're just rolling. So I think often we undervalue ourselves. We underpay you know, our team, we, we, we never get the right information. And I was proud of that. Roland said that. And I guess Roland and I have known each other 15, 20 years now. He said that you tripped me out, dude. He said that on the show, go back and watch. He said, you know, a lot of things you're always learning and you apply them and you go out there. And I said, yeah, because I'm like a freaking kid. I love learning. And if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, but I love learning, but more than learning, I take the information that fits our value system and I run with it. I freaking run hard with it. And when I do, some of it is very lucrative and works out. And some of it, I fall flat on my face, but I don't trip on that. I've never tripped on that. 
Because you punch me in the face, I smile and say, thank you. I should have kept my hands up. Or I ask you, how did you do that? How, what, you know, how did you do I never get pissed off when I fail, ever. I never beat myself up when I fail. Because sometimes failure is the fast track to success. Be cool with it. It's not a big deal, right? But I think what happens in that transition, that insecurity of the broken kid that was bullied, sure, we have this newfound confidence on top, but we should have went through some freaking therapy and dealt with the bully issues or the daddy or mommy issues or whatever it was. I know, at least for me, I was the best in the state, but inside I was a broken child. And so I went into some real therapy. A front kick's not going to fix the broken child. And so when I got to that point of confidence, that resilience inside of me, it allows me to move fluidly and freely and clearly and speak my mind and make my choices and get the learning I need. I go to any seminar, you ask anyone, someone said that, two did, two said at the My Studio Business Summit. He said, you know what, I'm going to point something out. And it was the last day of the event and, and, and I hadn't spoken yet. He says, all three days or two days, we've been here. Brandon is the only speaker that has watched everybody speak. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely I am. And I'm in the front freaking row because I'm there. Why would I sit in my room like some rock star until it was time for me to speak, right? I want to learn. And see, the one thing, though, is when you're simply a professional student, and this all has to do with being a million-dollar business, make no mistake. If I'm simply a professional student, and we see a lot of those in colleges and everywhere. They're really cool, smart doctorate. I got a mega, mega master's cum laude, cum laude. But you ain't got no real life experience. When's the last time you got dirt under your nails, right? But yet they can quote and, and soliloquy and da, 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 da. They're just, whoo, wow, bam, bam. They even got the little patches on their corduroy jackets on the sleeves. They're in the safety confined control space of a classroom. You put them out there in the streets in the real world, success and failure, death, financial loss, they're screwed. They're screwed. So they live in this little incubator. I think the big difference why we have this million dollar school without, you know, upgrades, without contracts, without belt fees, without parents night out, without buddy days, without all of those things is because I, as a leader, roll up my freaking sleeves, man, and I'm ready to throw down. I'll throw down with any situation. You throw a pandemic at me, I'll roll up my sleeves and we're throwing down. You throw a recession at me, I'm rolling up my freaking sleeves and we are throwing down. But when you throw down, do you have the confidence to go out there and gather information and try something into, you know, try something and try something and try something until you figure out what works? I think, uh, Marco, how many times did Edison fail creating the light bulb? Do, do we have that in there? Anybody? You know, put your questions in there as well, people. I want your questions. So what have we learned up to this point? Okay. And go ahead and put those questions in. Marco, find out that Edison answer. Okay, we have learned. I want to shift my in-house events, you know, spread out those parents' nights out one every quarter, okay? I want to focus them on being retention events that are more for my tribe. Because if my tribe loves me, guess what, everybody? Why we want no Facebook ads right now? If this tribe loves you, and this is the key word, I don't want anybody to buy into us. That's no, 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 no. You know what they buy into? $19.99 for three classes in a uniform. That's what people freaking buy into. You know what they buy into? 14 classes for $14. You know what they buy into? Limited time. Buy it now. You know what they buy into? Only 20 spots. That's what they buy because that's the emotional trigger. It's cheap. Oh, limited time. Oh, there's only 20 spots. They don't give a rat's ass about you or your culture or who you are. 
See, we don't work that way. What I truly believe, if I can stop getting people to buy into what I do, which is what the digital marketers sell, and I get people to do what? Where am I going with this? What do I want them to do instead of buy into this? I want them to believe in what we do. And I can't tell you, it was our first parents' night out in three years. You know how many people were just falling over, thankful and grateful and overwhelmed? They're going, can we pay you for this? No, 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 no. So that strategy, I think it's going to pay tenfold because we haven't done a mom and me party in three years. We haven't done a dad and me party for Father's Day in three years, right? We haven't done our family fun days in three years, right? Of course, we did the art and wine last year. We did the Halloween party and the Christmas party. Oh, wait till we do the Easter egg hunt. Oh, huge, 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 huge. So that really makes the tribe feel special. Everybody wants to be part of something special. Write that down. Everybody wants to be part of something special. More so than that. Everybody wants to be special in that environment. So any opportunity you can create to be special, do so. Classic example. I get a text through Slack because we use Slack. And it says, it says to me here, Ava wants to spar with you. Ava wants to spar with you. Okay. Okay, I, I'd answer this. Guess what, guys? I bought a Tesla too. Um, my guys can't all have Teslas and I don't, right? I got to have one too. And so I get this thing that Ava wants to spar with me. Okay. Now, mind you, what I said when Ava was, was deciding to spar in sparring class, I said to her, and so be careful what you say. I said to her, well, you know what? Let me know when you're in sparring class and professor will come spar with you. So on my day off, you know, one of my days off, because I only teach Tuesdays and Thursdays now. Um, on my day off, I went into that school at five o'clock and I sparred with this little girl. And her dad was shooting videos. See, that is when people believe in you. You feel me? Anybody see that? Tell me. Am I crazy? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I put out the other day through a push notification in my studio and posted. I said, we need your support. Could everybody please go write us a review? I got nine reviews instantly because I didn't say the, you know, the other way is, you know, if we've earned it, would you please consider? No, I put a real deep sense that as much as you need us, we need you. And nine people wrote new reviews at Google. If people believe in you, they will go to bat for you. So again, all these internal events, I would encourage the majority and them to be for retention. Stop thinking about getting leads, okay? And then you'll begin to see that because if they believe in you, they're going to organically tell people. Because what has more legs? A Facebook ad with 14 classes for $14. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. Come on. New schools, you better be doing that. So please do not mistake me when I say this, right? Schools with 100 students, you better be doing $14, you know, for 14 days, okay? So differentiate the two. The position we're in is where you want to get to. What is more legs? That Facebook ad with $14, you know, for 14 days with a scripted video that you make 
and you read off of, or the mom standing at the bus stop going, man, you know, you know what my, my daughter's karate teacher did yesterday? He came in on his day off and he sparred with my daughter. Drop the mic, right? Drop the mic. And, and it really is um, why we're grossing a million dollars a year without all of these industry in-house events, Facebook ads, and marketing that you tell you do. This is why Millbury does a million a year. San Francisco's not far behind. We do this without contracts, upgrades, belt testing fees, enrollment fees, no cancellation fees, none of it. This is why we do it without a front desk the majority of the time. This is why. Let's see, uh, Master Nam. Is your effort with building up your martial arts program matched with your after-school program? Um, after school, we do run Google ads and we do run um, nextdoor.com. Yeah, but see, our after-school program, Master Nam, I don't want to be, you know, and, and I love what, please, and people have taken this out of context. I dig what Dwayne does. Dwayne and Lauren have got a lock-in on that, you know, and people are calling themselves, you know, Amy Best and Marco Best and Professor Best. And, you know, it's not my thing. And I've said that openly, but someone asked me the other day and they were almost, you know, um, they felt bad to tell me that. I said, no freaking way. I think Dwayne is brilliant. I think what they do to help people create a lifestyle is brilliant. So please don't take that out of context. So Dwayne and Lauren, thumbs freaking up. You guys are doing something amazing. But what I said for our culture, again, I want to position myself as a tuition investment. I want to position myself as what? An environment of higher learning. Yes, we have an after-school program, Master Nam, but we top it at 36 kids. That's it. I don't want to be an after-school summer camp facility with Martial arts making up a small part of it. We want it to be the other way around. And that has always been our business model, okay? 75% of our revenue is traditional martial arts classes. 25% is camps, after school, et cetera, et cetera, right? So our after school program makes about 200K a year in Millbrae. We don't have one in San Francisco because every public school is subsidized with it, okay? All right? So, um, I want to be mindful of that. This is just so I want to be mindful of that. Okay, please, please. And people take me out of context. You know, I'm very proud that we charge $762 a month for after school. We are on the high end, but we pick up the kids with big ass heavy duty vans. The program is in a soundproof room. I mean, it's just done right. And you get the life skills and the martial arts. And the homework gets done. All of it. All of it. So I believe we're doing it right. Doing it right. And so that's the difference. But see, Master Nam, how we're very clear about that, right? Where I know a lot of schools that have made the shift and they're painting the inside of the schools, fluorescent green and blue, and they're following Dwayne's business model, which is brilliant. It's a brilliant business model. I think psychologically, look up the colors of like... um a blue, like a navy blue and a fluorescent green, Marco. Tell me psychologically how parents relate to those two brand colors. Go for it. So I think, you know, again, I think I'll say it. And Dwayne's going to go, hey, thanks a lot. You know, he's brilliant. What they do is brilliant. But again, that is not what we want to do with our business model. My brand to me is very precious. 
So you won't walk into my school and see a lot of, I don't hang a big ass banner of our sponsors to side. There's no freaking way. All you see is one martial arts, red, white, black, and derivatives of that gray. But that's who we are, right? So I want to be very clear about that. And my brand is very precious to me. I protect it and we honor it and we live up to it. And people say, oh, that's why you got a silhouette of a freaking guy kicking and your school is called, you know, family martial arts and you post up really big. We are a black belt school. There's no identity in that. Everybody does that. And you're better than that. You're worth more than that. If you want to separate yourself from the pack of everything else out there, you need to go deep on your brand. I can't express that enough because when I wanted to create our brand, there was nobody in our industry doing it at that level. With no contracts, et cetera, et cetera. So I study Disney. I study Apple. I study Nike. I study these companies that are just boom, freaking on the edge. I study Tesla. You know, I study Tesla too. And it, it is, it's probably the biggest car that sells here in California. Yeah, great, Master Nam. So when we, we have our coaching call next week, sir, our consulting call, our partner call, whatever you want to call it, we can go deep on the after school. And because we do it right, but we, we market it that way. We market it that way. And it's really important. I live and breathe, believe martial arts because I believe in the purpose. Yay, Brooke. I love hearing that. I love it, Brooke. So again, I want you to really think about these things today. Okay. I know you're expecting some step one, do a nerf dodgeball might step two. You know, it's not about that. It's not about that. We move with confidence because we believe in what we do and everything we do has to fulfill that promise. Everything. And if it doesn't, we simply don't do it. We don't address it, right? We don't. And that, at the minimum, keeps us within the ballpark, keeps us within our brand promise, keeps us slowly inching our way to bettering the brand of live your best life, right? At One Martial Arts. So again, I know people put very little value in their brand, especially our industry. You know, and even the mom and pop pizza place, all it says is pizza. All it says is pizza. That's all you'll ever freaking be is pizza. But the minute you go, what? Papa John's, the minute you go Domino's, the minute you went Little Caesars, the minute you went, you know, round table pizza, the minute you went on and on and on, those brands became a brand and they took off. Imagine it's something like Domino's, right? Who's probably one of the biggest delivery, blah, 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 with only ever pizza. That's it. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Now, when I cultivate brands, you know I say use the word martial arts. It'll never die. Ever, ever. We won't have to change it to karate when Karate Kid comes out. We won't have to change it to this or that. Martial arts. So something martial arts. Prestige martial arts. Focus martial arts. Believe martial arts. One martial arts. We are not Starbucks. At one point, it was Starbucks coffee. We cannot sit there and just be, you know, one. One what? One what? Right? So it will always be one martial arts. You with me? And so all of this, you know, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, you guys. Um, it really is. But as I sit in reflection going, man, look what we did in Millbrae in 2022. And look what we did in San Francisco. $840,000 is nothing to laugh at, is it? It's not. It's not. You know, it's not. But it really is this mindset. It really is this type of leadership. It really is this focus on, on constant Kaizen theory of improving our curriculum. It is this constant staff development. It is this constant of nurturing our team and take caring, taking care of their life outside of our school and not throwing them into a pot 
with a personal trainer at 24-hour fitness or throwing them into a pot with a preschool teacher. It's really recognizing what is the, what is the price of freedom for me? What is that worth for me? My second TJ does a lot of things better than me now. A lot of things because I've promoted it, you know, that that autonomy in our business for him to run hard. He calls me on my shit all the time and I'm happy with it. I ain't got no problem with it. I'm 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 a visionary. Here's the vision. You you write that the SOP for it. I'm cool with it. I don't care. I don't care because I know what the vision, when it, the vision's fulfilled, what that will look like, right? I don't need to write step one, step two, step three anymore. What I need to do is vision work. So that relationship is powerful. And I can honestly say with pretty much 99.9% confidence, TJ is locked in. I will never abuse that. If anything, I'm going to honor it at a higher level. I'm going to nurture it at a higher level. And I will continue to make sure that I help that young man fulfill his dreams. That's my number one priority. It is. We will profit share. He will buy this business eventually. You see where I'm going with all this? If, you, if you're not cultivating that stuff, you'll never have a million dollar business. Whatever business you create, even if it is a million dollars, you're going to be a slave to that business. You will. So I build businesses I, I want to sell. Even though I'll never sell it, I still build a business I want to sell. Must be systems driven. It's not dependent upon me. That's it. All day, every day. May not be your version of success, but again, it works for moi. Cool? All right, folks. So let's thank our sponsors and Marco. Did everybody share this? Because we're giving away a ticket to It's Time Live Boston, right? On April 23rd, my only East Coast business. You would have shared this with everybody, like Marco said. Do you have shares, Marco, this time? I know last time we didn't have a lot of people sharing, right? Everybody had shared this with everybody. Uh, put your name, the name of your school in the comments. If you've shared it, put I shared it. Here's my name. Here's the name of my school. Ding, ding, ding. Let me thank my sponsors. First of all, I want to thank Market Muscles, My Studio, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting. Four great companies. Again, why are we a million-dollar business? I do partner and work with Market Muscles. I do work with My Studio. I do work with Kids Love Life Skills. And I do work with LC Accounting. Success leaves clues. Four businesses I believe you should be completely partnered with in what you do. Cool? Um, Tusai, of course, our newest sponsor, added to the mix. God, I forgot to say them. Thank you for posting that there, Marco. Tusai, who supplies all the uniforms and sparring equipment to Olympians. Olympians. I want to bring that Olympic spirit to martial arts schools across the board. So as they move into the karate industry, that's what he calls us, karate. We want to penetrate the karate industry, you know, and they go into other industries, BJJ, judo, Muay Thai. I want to be your point man. I do because, you know, I want to make sure they're doing right by you. And if they don't, you call me and I'll drive over there, kick them in the butt. And I told Gunny that I said, if we're going to do this, I know things are not going to be perfect and that's okay. But I want to know that if I need to call you at one in the morning on a Sunday night, because they got some jackass uniforms that were the wrong color, you a person who's going to promise me you're going to fix it. And he said, sir, I promise you. I said, okay, then we can do this. We can do this. Because I know nothing's going to be perfect. Nothing will be perfect. But if the relationship is strong, we see our way through all the challenges. Cool? So if you're looking for uniforms right now, I know they've got the best student uniform out there. Because we've been using their black student uniforms for, I mean, forever. The silkscreen is really, really good. They have factories on the East Coast as well as here. So I know we can get that together. Determined Martial Arts just got all their stuff in. How's it look, Jed? Amazing, right? Amazing. We rebranded Jed School. He's one of my wisdom clients. And it's 
an amazing brand. I hope Jed starts posting pictures, hint, 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 in the Disruptor Group, hint, 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 of uniforms and T-shirts that you got done. Okay, Jed? Do that for them, please. Do that. Everybody shared, Marco. We're good on that. And where are you going to be on April 23rd? It's Time Live Boston, right? The link's there. Get signed up. I need to know your T-shirt size. We're going to order the limited edition T-shirt. You get three months access to my, all of my e-learning products if you sign up. Um, we're going to be getting down, man. We're going to get down. We're going to do curriculum development. We're going to do staff training. We're going to do storytelling. We're working on your brand. We're going to do you know, your personal development. We're going to talk about wealth building. I'm huge on wealth building and you'd be amazed. Somebody like a Sam on, who's one of my mentors has one school, hundred so students. And this guy's a multi multi-millionaire. What money he made, he invested in the market over the past couple of decades. And this man has done well. So you do not need to own multiple schools. That's simply a myth to accumulate and create wealth, right? Josh Arsamon only ever had one school until recently. He owns, you know, some apartment complexes, I understand. And he owns the, you know, the, the, the industrial park where his school's at. So there's so many ways to generate wealth once you start accumulating it through your one location. You with me? So that part will cover as well. And if not, man, please come spend four days with me. It's time life balance. 20 school owners, four days. You will cry. You will grow. It's intense. It's so intense. You got a slide for that, Marco? It's so intense. But you want to be one of those 20 people. You just do. This is our eighth authoring, uh, uh, authoring, offering, our eighth offering. It's time live balance. Get signed up for that. It's the best investment you can make for yourself. Cool. Hey, Marco. So do we have a winner? Who's the winner for the ticket for the East Coast? It's time live balance. Nam, Master Nam. There you go, buddy. Mm. Coming out to Boston. We'll eat some lobster and it'll be a lot of fun. I know you're on this side, Master Nam. So if you decide... You want to take that ticket and use it for the one-day event of balance? Better yet, use it for the one day and then pay for the other three and hang out here for four days. It'll change your life. You know, I will do any of that, you know, depending what you want to do, okay? All right, so I want to thank Marco. Thank you so much, Marco. As always, I love you, my brother. Marco got new mirrors. You want to show everybody the new mirrors, Marco? Can we, can we do that really quick? Show them the new mirrors. Show them the new mirrors. Get the camera over there. Hold on one second. Show them the new mirrors. He just got his mirrors installed. Look at this beautiful school. I'm very proud of this brand too that I worked on. Um, oh, Marco, what happened? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? But he just got his mirrors done. And, you know, I'm really a huge advocate of the full-length mirrors. I think it creates that infinity effect. I think it, you know, like one of the parents said to Marco, it looks posh. It looks posh. And so I'm not big on this mirror that's halfway up the wall. You know, I'm simply not. Do we ever get mirrors broken? Yes. We had one in Millbury for like the second time in eight years. It is what it is. But for the look and feel of what we're offered, it's just powerful. There you are, Marco. Are you there? Yeah, show them off there, sir. See if I can get you guys over there. Well, if you can't, you can't. But if you can, you can. Look at this beautiful school. Man, makes me want to remodel some more. Look at that. You see the mirrors? You see them? You see them? You see them? So he's got mirrors up now. You know, if you can go full length, go full length. I'm telling you, they are beautiful. Look at that. Is that beautiful? So beautiful. Thanks, Marco. I appreciate you, sir. So get signed up for It's Time Live Boston or It's Time Live Balance. Um, I'm available for consulting as I shared. I was freaking, 
I've been in Switzerland, Australia, and England this week. And so do my eyes look that way? And next week I get to hang out with Master Nam for an hour and chop it up. Um, I love you guys, you know. I think we have a spiritual connection because we're all small school learners at heart. Whether you have three locations, whether they're doing a million dollars, you know, whether you have 60 students. At a heart level, we're all small martial arts school owners. And I want every one of you to be successful. I do. But you got to do the right work. You got to do the hard work, you know? And you have to be willing to take the real chances, right? The real chances based upon very educated learning. Real educated learning. Cool? And I can't say that enough. It makes me sad when, when people are stuck and people's schools aren't growing. It just it does. It makes me sad. But I'm good. All right. Hey, I'm Brandon Beliso. This is What Success Never Sleeps. Until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life. <laughs>